Hi, my relatable listeners. It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I hope everyone is doing well. Now, there's a lot that has been happening in the Bravo universe. And to be honest with you all, I was a little late to the party when it when it came to watching the Vanderpump Rule finale. And um, I think I watched it a couple days after it had aired. And um, I, I just wasn't ready for it. I had to prepare myself mentally to actually watch that episode. And to be honest with you all, I have like a little admission <laughs> to, 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 to tell you guys. It took me close to four hours to actually watch that episode. I had to watch it, stop it. Sometimes I broke down and cried. Other times I felt myself to be nauseous. And like I had all of these weird feelings going on while I was watching it. It's funny how, you know, you may not have any connection to these people, but they have a strong like you're feeling it. Right. You feel like you're you're almost their friend sometimes. Right. So, yeah, it was a rough one. I have to admit it was very rough to, to watch that finale. And even in the opening scene between Tom and Ariana, um, I felt like I was almost with them, almost with them, like sitting on their couch, just quiet. Um, it felt very intimate to me. So, you know, a few things. I'm not going to recap the whole show. Um, I think at this point, a lot of people have covered Vanderpump rule finale, and I don't necessarily feel like I have you know, too much to add when it comes to that. Although you can go back in my previous episodes um, several weeks ago called Good People Can Do Bad Things Sometimes. So if you want to know my opinion when it comes to the whole scandal, you can go back to that episode. So one thing that I would like to say to Ariana is that um, sometimes the universe wants to take you some, somewhere else somewhere else that somewhere else where another person cannot go in this case that person is tom and um you know when ariana said to tom which i thought was very poignant when she said i fell in love with you when you had nothing when you were driving an older car when you were in skinny jeans and combat boots when you were living with someone still and just kind of like a starving artist right that's who i fell in love with back then and then eventually, you know, you felt yourself because you came up, you bought a bar, you had a restaurant, and then you made a little bit of money. And then out of the sudden, you forgot who you were, who you are at the car, at the core, and who was there for you, i.e. me, right? Those words, I'm glad they came out of Ariana's mouth and that she said this to him. Because sometimes people, they do come up and they forget where they came from, Right. But the most touching thing, in my opinion, that she said to Tom was, I would have followed you anywhere. When she said that, I had to pause and I think I broke down and cried. And I also felt very nauseous at that point. I was just like, this is so sad. It's sad that, you know, no matter what, like people want to call people name, like, I was, like, you know, I don't think it's necessary. The guy knows he has done a really bad thing and I'm not celebrating him at this point and saying that, you know, it's all, it's all good and all should be forgotten. But, you know, I, I'd rather not 
continue to kick a person when they're already down. I'm pretty sure that Tom knows that he's fucked up, right? But um, when she said this to him, that's when I started thinking, you know, and I'm not about to get all preachy and, you know, spiritual on you guys, but I, I truly believe that sometimes the universe is trying to take you somewhere else, somewhere else that somebody cannot go. In this case, that person is Tom. And by Ariana's own admission, she would have followed him anywhere. She would have forgave him for pretty much anything. And by Tom's own admission to Sheena, he later confessed to more affairs, right? And some of them, some of them that Ariana already knew about and decided to just kind of deal with it privately with him as opposed to battling it out like publicly or in the public eye with everybody else, right? So obviously this woman has forgave him for a lot and there's probably a lot more that we don't know about. But what I'm saying is sometimes the universe has to present you with a situation that is so brutal, so painful, so hurtful for you to move on. For you to say, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I would have followed you anywhere, but I still know my worth. I know I am beautiful. I know I am smart. I know I am capable, but that I can't take. Now I have to take myself out of that situation and move on as painful as it might be. So maybe the silver lining in all of that was that Ariana is about to go to some places, like important places in her life. And Tom has to now just be in the rearview mirror, right? So just want to say, Ariana, it looks like you're doing great things. I'm sorry that this happened to you. Um, I wish you healing, peace, to move on and to be happy. Okay, guys, you know that now it's time for us to get into the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, but before we get into everything, <laughs> I just wanted you to take a, a moment just to listen to three separate audio clips. So they're very short. They're not very long. Um, we already talked about this quite extensively last week in our last episode, The Dark Knight. Um, but here, here it is. So, um, the first clip is basically Teresa on the set of watch what happens live playing the game. I want you to listen to her answers. And then the second clip is Teresa again on the set of watch what happens live. Um, after playing that game, basically addressing, um, you know, the allegations that Louis had hired a private investigator. And in that clip, you will also hear Louis um, give his answers to Andy. And the third clip is actually from uh, Wednesday on Teresa and Melissa Feaster's podcast, Namaste Bitches. So Teresa addresses um, Andy Cohen's accusation, well, allegations that she contradicted herself. So I just want you guys to take a moment to listen to the audio clips and just to make um, a decision for yourself because we are gonna talk about this afterwards. So here they are. 
wedding hair at a whopping 1,500 bobby pins. But I want to know if her groom's babe, you're ever at her walking on pins and needles as we play. Can you defend him? Okay, Louis right here, 10 feet away. I'm going to listen. Some of his more dramatic moments tell us if you can defend each one and why. Since Louis always pushing for peace and telling you not to lose your temper, can you defend him losing his cool in that snake pit moment? Mm. Yes, I can. Uh, can you defend Louis purposefully excluding your brother and Melissa from the Avra dinner? Um, yes. Uh, can you defend Louis backing out of the pizza oven deal with your brother? Yes. Uh, we get into that at the reunion heavily. Can you defend Louis saying he didn't want wedding guests to waste the flash in their cameras on Joe and Melissa? Um, I don't know. He said that? Yeah. But yes. Okay. <laughs> Can you defend Louie wearing no-nos pajamas to bed in order to make your girls feel safe at night? Yes. Um, and you, and the story with that is, because we haven't seen you since then, <laughs> the story with the wearing the pajamas. Uh, was doing something endearing. Uh, trying to explain something endearing to Joe. It didn't go over well. Um, can you defend Louie calling your brother into a secret meeting to tell him about Melissa's alleged affair? Um, I told him to not do that, but he wanted to because he said, I want I want him to get ahead of it because I didn't, I don't want to, what happened to him last year to happen to my brother. So that's why he Was there him. a thought in inviting her, too, to the conversation if you no, believed that it was, not to be true? That was all on Louie. Like, I didn't want him to get involved with it because of what happened, like, when they first got on the show. I got... You know, I got blamed for the whole stripper gate thing. Can you defend Louie allowing his friend Bo Deedle to dig up dirt on everyone in your group? Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Who said, why do you all save it, Margaret, as an arsenal when your now husband hired a private investigator to monitor the cast? That's a good question. That is yeah, a good he question. did not do that. Why would he waste his money? Like, I mean, That's he, what he said in the finale. I know, he did say it because he was... Uh, you know, he was frustrated. I okay. mean, you see what well, did they he were just putting pull it out of nowhere? He just said it. I asked him. He just said it. He was frustrated. Just, That's what he said. You were just saying it? Yeah, I was at the end of my rope. It was yeah, a long I mean, season. Frustrating, you know, trying to get married. But I mean, uh, that's kind of an amazing thing to come up with out of nowhere. It is, actually, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I regret it, though. defended him in the game lit. You yes. said you can defend it. First of all, you know how much that would cost? How many people are on the cast to investigate each person? Do you think we would want to waste our money on that? No. I'd rather him waste his money on me. But I did screw up once, Melissa, because I've been hearing Andy saying out there that I contradicted myself. About what? When he asked, do you defend what Louis said? So I'm thinking, do you remember that question? Oh, no, it was the game. Can you defend it? So what is that? Can you explain that to me? Can you defend it? Because I said, can you defend it? Like, meaning, can you defend? I thought he was saying, can you defend, like, that? His action. What was the game? What was the question? So it was, it was, can you defend it? And then there was a picture of something that happened during the season and Andy saying, can you defend it? Like, you're defending it. You agree. Like, the, well, it was about the, it was about the Bodito thing. Can I defend that? Can you defend Louis saying that he hired Bodito to dig up stuff? Like, when he's asking me, can you defend it? 
I thought he, he meant like, can you back up your husband by saying that he did not hire a prior investor? So I'm like, yes, I can defend it. But he's saying I'm contradicting myself. So I was supposed to say no to that? No. See, it's a trick. It's a trick, right? See, this is my point. So I say, no, I can't defend it because he actually didn't do it. Okay, so I that's, the, that's how I was supposed to answer it. I got tripped up on that question. I thought that he was saying to me, can you defend it that he did not call the private investigator on, on, these, on everyone? So I was saying, yes, he did not. Right. Listen, and, uh, and really, that is like, I mean, sometimes they do these games because, like, they want to see the fun, what funny thing Teresa's going to say. That is just like a tricky question because you could, you could do it both ways. So I don't know what you guys think after listening to um, the few clips, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know what? I'm going to give Teresa the benefit of the doubt because to her defense, it is a live show. Watch what happens live. So I'm very I'm pretty sure that once you're sitting in that seat next to Andy, uh, sometimes maybe, you know, with the stress of it all, the stress of it all, you may feel like. I don't know, bombarded with a whole bunch of questions and then things might go a little bit over your head. So I tend to say that, you know, maybe she is being truthful. Maybe she didn't understand the question, um, like a lot of us sometimes when we're put on the spot. The only thing that I'm going to say is I don't believe it. (laughs) I don't believe it. And the reason why I don't believe it is that um, Louis said it twice, right? He said it twice on the show. And, you know, just for the purpose of charity, let's just say that Louis did speak out of pocket and that he was really annoyed and felt like, you know, his back was against the wall and that he was frustrated. You know, all of these things that he said, um, that he was feeling the night that he actually said this at the Gatsby party. The problem that I have with Teresa's explanation is this. If Louis would have just said this one time, I could give her the benefit of the doubt for that. But because he said it twice, and I'm going to explain this in a minute, I tend to believe that he did really enlist the services of a private investigator. And to be, to be honest with you, I don't even know. It's very possible that Bo Deedle might might not be the private investigator at all. Um, he could be or he could not be, but those words came out of Louis's mouth. So here's the thing. At the Gatsby party, things got tense. Th- things got heated. People got into each other's faces. If you ask me, Louis seemed to be looking for something, right? Because if you recall, uh, he was kind of just like standing in the sidelines. And I guess he was getting, like, I, I guess by that time, Louis was a little drunk, um, or if he wasn't drunk, he was on sor- some sort of something, I think, because he was not necessarily behaving um, like a sober person, in my opinion, from what I could see, right? So Louis was standing in the sidelines and he was like, 
touching like you know Jeff Fessler he just kept on just like touching him and like grabbing him and like pulling him towards him and it, it was very weird right and his face was changing when he was doing that and he was looking at Joe or he was commenting on things that were said to Joe Gorga and he's like yeah <laughs> I said a lot of things about Joe I said a lot of things a lot of things right I know a lot about you like that kind of stuff right so at that point, uh, Louis was looking a little scary. And then he dropped the bomb and said, this is not a gossip. Like, you know, let's forget about, let's eliminate the gossip part. Though this is facts. This is not fiction. Okay, Bo Deedle has information about every single person in the room. That's what he said. Now, let's say that we're going to give him a pass because it was a tense moment. Fine. But then the next day, which is 12 hours later, you know, it's not the same day. Joe Gorga and Melissa are not in your face at that point. You're at home, which is supposed to be your happy place, your comfortable place, your sweet spot. And with your future wife, right? So, of course, you're still probably a little bit aggravated by, by the events uh, of the previous night. But if the previous night was a 10, you should at least be down to like an 8 or a 7, 12 hours later, I think, in my opinion, right? So we see last episode, Jennifer and Dolores, they come by to talk to Teresa. And I don't know if Louis was supposed to be a part of that scene because it started with just Jennifer drinking her tea or coffee, talking to Teresa, her friend. Dolores comes in, sits down, um, you know, talks with Teresa and Jennifer again about what happened the night before. And in comes Louis and he pulls out a chair, sits down and decides that, hey, I'm going to be part of this conversation again. Right. So I don't know. At that point, if Louis had not enlisted the the services of a private investigator why did he feel the need to double down on that when he was sitting with Dolores Jennifer and Teresa that is supposed to be his happy place you know those girls or women I should say um, are supposed to be in your wedding they're bridesmaid in your wedding you're not talking to Joe Gorga you're not talking to Melissa Gorga. You're not talking to Margaret. You're talking to, to people that are supposed to be supporters of yours. So why do you feel that it's necessary to not only say that Bo Deedle has a file on Joe Gorga, that he knows information about Joe and Melissa, but you also decide to um, tell on the rest of, of the cast as well and say, hey, no one is safe, basically. I have information about all of you. That's why I tend to believe that Louis did, did in fact, um, enlist the help of uh, a private investigate, investigator. And the reason why I keep on saying <laughs> enlist is because uh, Bo Dito has come out and made a statement last week and said, I was never hired by Louis. And people are saying, well, you see, like he confirmed he was never hired, blah, 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 blah. Like, who cares? Like, I'm, you know, hired. Okay, fine. Like, let, we need to stop acting as if people cannot do uh, each other a favor. Okay. Um, it, it's very possible. And I'm not saying that Bodito 
is the private investigator. It's possible that Louis may have um, had Bodito do it as a favor to him, or maybe he did hire another private investigator and just likes to drop names because you know what, Bodito's name carries some weight, right? So like a lot of weight, actually. So <laughs> so I don't know what the story is. I don't know if Bodito is behind it all or, or, or not. All I know is that those words came out of Louis's mouth, his mouth, not mine, on a international TV show. He didn't say it once, but he said it twice. And this is going to come extensively. This is going to come up extensively at the reunion. Uh, even before we we saw the episode last week, um, you know, two different persons had told me this. I'm not going to call them sources, just people that I talked to. They told me um, that this was uh, brought up. And I shared this with you a few episodes episodes ago. So, yes. Yeah, so we'll see how it makes the edit. If it makes well, obviously it's going to make the edit because we saw the trailer. But we we have to see how this is going to pan out. So while I'm on the topic of that, um, at first I wasn't sure if I I actually wanted to talk about it, but you know, with some thought, I decided that I'm gonna. So here's the thing. There has been a lot of chatter about um, not only the private investiga investigation and all of that, but um, also about smear campaigns. So on the show, we hear, we hear, um, like on, in the trailer, we hear John Fuda talk about um, Louis looking into him, and then we hear uh, Frank Catania with Joe Gorga address Louis and say that he was trying to smear them and all of that. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, there has also been um, allegations that a certain, excuse me, a certain person, Louis, those are the allegations, that Louis may have hired a person to smear Margaret and to try to kind of like hurt her financially with a big deal that she has with uh, a big retailer. So um, this is supposed to come up at the reunion. So I don't know, like I know like two different persons have confirmed to me um, several weeks ago that basically the day after the reunion uh, was taped that this was discussed. Now, is it going to make the uh, edit? I don't know. But this is what I'm going to say about this. I think Bravo needs to do a very robust investigation when it comes to not only the private investigation allegations or accusations. At this point, it's pretty much admitted because Louis said this out of his own mouth. So, um, and I think he's, he, like, if my, my, if one of my persons is correct, um, he might even admit it to, like, at the reunion, so I'm not sure, but anyways, um, I think Bravo needs to do a robust investigation when it comes to that, and see if Louis has, um, indeed really hired someone to look and dig stuff on the cast members. And then we they also need to do a robust investigation to see if Louis was really trying to fuck up Margaret's deal. Okay, because you know Bravo takes a percentage um, 
off of like whatever the housewives are doing right outside of uh, the real housewives so um what hurts margaret whether you like her or not uh hurts bravo or any other cast member so if louis was really trying to smear her and to have her deal with that big retailer canceled uh, i think bravo should look into that and this leads me to another thing that i wanted to talk to you guys about you know a lot of people have been saying that you know everyone has their opinion when it comes to that the show cannot continue without Teresa. The show cannot continue without Melissa. It's either you keep them both or you fire them both. That's what a lot of people are saying. Um, everyone has their opinion. I personally think that they're both valuable to the show. Um, whether you're on the side of Melissa or on the side of Teresa, I think that this is the story that we've been following. This has been the core story of The Real Housewives of New Jersey for the past 10 seasons. So. At this point, I think that if you were to ask, ask me what my preference is when it comes to season 14, I have addressed this before. Um, I've said that I would like to see them both return to the show. I also said that maybe, and that was at the beginning of the season, I said maybe it would be good if Teresa took a sabbatical only because she's, you know, new, like a newlywed. Maybe she needs time to consume her marriage to Louis. At that point, I didn't have, you know, like a hard opinion on Louis. Like I saw some of the red flags, but I was still willing to give him a chance. But um, nevertheless, I think that everybody deserves a, like a little bit of an, a honeymoon phase, right? Teresa has been on, on TV since the very beginning of the show. Um, you know, the only season that she had off was when she went away. So obviously, I think that it might not be a bad idea to give her a sabbatical. So I did think that at some point in time. Then I kind of changed my mind. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure about Louis. I still like Teresa. I still like her on TV, but I'm not sure about him. Maybe we need to keep the cameras on her too. So either we keep her on the show or we give her um, a spinoff, right? So that also has been my position. But my position has never been to not have Teresa uh, on television or to fire Melissa. It has never been that. So uh, just bear with me, guys, because I'm getting to what I actually want to say. So my opinion today, like my opinion today, after seeing the entire season and after um, watching the trailer, and we're going to talk about the trailer afterwards, like a little bit more. But I want to say this. Recently, I listened to Carlos King. He has a podcast, everybody knows. And David Quinn um, was on his podcast. You know, the guy, the author of Not All Diamonds and Rose. Anyways, I really like his approach and his perspective on the whole thing. So Carlos asked him a question yesterday and said, uh, you don't have to answer if you don't feel like it, but if you, have to if you had to choose between Melissa and Teresa, who would you keep and who would you want out? And he, his answer was, I would keep Melissa on The Real Housewives of New Jersey because I like Melissa. And I also like Teresa. I would just give her a spinoff, right? Because 
you know, she got married. She's been through a lot on the show. Maybe it's just time to just wrap this up, like this part of her life. We're not really interested in seeing her trying to just fake a friendship with Margaret. We know she can't stand her. We don't want to see her try to make amends with Melissa. We know she can't stand her. Like, we don't want of that fabricated drama anymore. And the viewers are just too smart at this point, right? So I tend to agree with what he said. But here's the thing, though. Ideally... That's what I would want to see. I would want Melissa to stay on the show just so she can have an opportunity to show us what she got now that her sister-in-law is no longer um, on the cast with her, right? It would kind of be her season where she gets to prove herself and see, you know, what what, what does she have to offer the viewers? What's her storylines and things like that, right? But here's the thing, guys. And it kind of pains me to say this, and I'm not trying to say that to hurt anyone's pockets, but I have to be truthful. If the the allegations of Louis hiring a private investigator are true, if the smear campaign uh, allegation is true against Margaret or other cast members, I'm just trying to put myself um, in a position where, like, let's say I was an executive of the Bravo Network and something like that came across my desk and I was just like, okay, so we have some cast members that are being blackmailed by another cast member that has some dirt on them. Um, And then we have another cast member that almost lost a big deal to a big retailer because of this blackmail. You know what I mean? And some people are getting threatened, like some children are being contacted because of this cast member. First of all, I would do an investigation, an an independent one and a robust one. And if there was any truth to that, if I was able to prove as an executive or HR person that it was true, factual, not just hearsay, well, you know what most companies would do. But this is what I'm going to say, though. If I was Andy Cohen or like a high up executive out there. What I would do is, well, let let me just start by saying what I wouldn't do. If those allegations were true, I would not reward Louis and Teresa with a spin-off show. Because to me, that sends the wrong impression. It's like, oh, okay, so you play dirty and you get a spin-off. So, Voila, that's it, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't think that would be fair. And that sends the wrong message across the, bo- the board because everyone's like, oh, is that what I have to do to get a spinoff? I just have to uh, smear somebody or I have to say something that is um, career ending or do I have to threaten like their loved ones? You know what I mean? It sends the wrong message. And I'm going to tell you why because I'm all about fairness when it comes to things like this. I have to take a sip, guys. If you take, for example, we're just going to go to Candy and Phaedra in The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm not even going to rehash everything that happened there several seasons ago. Everyone knows what Phaedra did and what the rumor was. And I'm really happy that they actually got to the bottom of that rumor because something like that could have been 
like career ending for for candy at that point right uh to be accused of something like this so i'm really happy that you know they were able to prove that it was just all fabricated by phaedra but my gut feeling tells me that andy did not he like he didn't actually want to fire Phaedra. I think Andy liked Phaedra. I kind of liked her too. I enjoyed her on the show. Kind of miss her on the show. She had good shade and good read, and she was a good character on Housewives. But Phaedra did something that was, you know, it wasn't just simple shade, funny shade, shade, shade. It was low down and dirty. It was, you know, when someone says something that could, you know assassinate your character damage your reputation uh and your career endorsements and all of that you know that's when you have to take actions and the reason why i'm assuming that andy fired phaedra was because yes she only did that to candy but the rest of the cast was just like i don't want to film with you because who knows you might just like one day you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you might decide that you want to spread a rumor about me that is not true and then next thing you know you know my career is over right like everything that i've been building for the past i don't know how many years is over right in an instant so and if you take like nini you know nini Nini wasn't fired after that whole violent episode with the cameraman, right? Um, like, if you guys recall, she just kind of lost her mind. And mind you, she was going through a lot at that point, right? I love Nini. You guys know that. Um, but again, you don't reward people when they exhibit bad behavior, right? Phaedra was fired for her involvement in, you know, Candy Gate. And then Nini... Um, if you recall, this, the following season after that, we didn't see Nini for like a few episodes, like a few. And I believe the way, like, I'm not quite sure, but I've heard that now the way their contract works, it's like, you know, if you appear, like you get paid by episodes. So the more episodes you appear in, like the more you get paid. So I think the, the first three or four episodes of that following season, we didn't see Nini at all. And that was supposed to be a consequence um, because of what she did to that cameraman, right? That was completely unacceptable. So that's my opinion, guys. That's the way I see it. Um, I hope Bravo conducts a robust investigation on Louis and tries to see like an investigation on the private investigator thing and um, on the smear campaign thing. And I hope that that's the reason why the show is on pause right now. I hope it's on pause because someone is looking deeply and clearly into this. Um, and if they find any truth to that, maybe Teresa doesn't get her spin-off right uh it all happened on bay boulevard llc <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna be called that a lot of people have alluded to love bubble i don't know it could be love bubble or i don't know pineapple or something like that i think it's gonna be if there was one it all happened on bay boulevard llc <laughs> i'm just gonna throw that out there so um yeah, I, I hope that what they do, if there's any truth to that, is that they bring back Melissa, they bring back Teresa, and maybe Teresa is not featured in the first few episodes of the show, that next season. 
right? Because I think it would be smart for Bravo to send the message across the board that this kind, this type of behavior is unacceptable. You're not going to blackmail your, your, your colleagues and cast members. You're not going to try to get information on their families and just threaten their kids and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's unacceptable. That's not the behavior that we want. And that, you know, it's going to hurt you financially if you decide to go that route. So that's my take on guy, on that, guys. <laughs> okay, so last night we saw the wedding special. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the wedding because I already said last week how I felt about that. But I did watch. And um, to be honest, guys, I don't really have uh, a particular opinion when it comes to that. Um, I just feel like we have seen so many clips and footage over the past year of the wedding so there was you know i was still looking for you know the big aha moment and i was just like oh i've seen this already i've seen it on instagram so um i know teresa's hair broke the internet last year when she got married and to be honest with you it's kind of divided out there some people liked it some people didn't I personally thought that it was very Teresa. Um, I think it, suit, it, it suited her well and that she looked beautiful at her wedding, obviously, right? So that's my opinion. Now, um, I'm not necessarily like that over the top, but, you know, I think personality-wise, it works for her. She looked great. Um, there was a lot of entertainment, like different entertainment at her wedding. So, <laughs> you know, if she liked it, I loved it. So that's what I'm going to say about that. But here's the thing, though. In terms like, you know, there's always a little bit of drama. If you've been married before, you know, there's drama leading up to the wedding and sometimes even on the wedding day. So I'm not surprised that there was a little bit of drama that was brought up. But that kind of proves my point that Melissa and Teresa, they kind of go together hand in hand because Teresa, uh, Melissa and Joe were not part of the wedding. However, they were talked about. They were talked about. They were brought up by Jennifer. They were brought up by Danielle and they were brought up by Margaret and then Melania or I think it was Melania had a fit um, because Jennifer was having the conversation with Teresa and say, I'm sorry, I apologize because I feel like I played a part. So I don't know, like whatever. Right. So um, it kind of proves my point, kind of proves my point that without Melissa, maybe Teresa's storyline is a little weak right now not in the past right in the past she's been through so much but now i'm just not quite sure um what she would have to offer the viewers just without melissa like i guess she has louis but then it means that she has to prepare herself for people to just really be looking at louis very clear like even more because at this point it seems like he is the interesting party of the show right not a good one but interesting um regardless so regardless so um what is my opinion on margaret wanting to leave the sh uh the wedding early in support of melissa and joe um 
Honestly, I think that Margaret would have made more of a statement by just staying home. We all know she doesn't like Teresa. Teresa doesn't like her. Um, if she really wanted to be supportive of Joe and Melissa, she should have just said, you know what, here's the money or here's your gift. And I'm just staying home tonight. Right. And I guess I'll hear all about it the next day. She could have done that. Um, I, I don't see the point of going to a wedding just to leave early. Like you might as well just enjoy the food and the party if you're going to go. Right. <laughs> and then it was funny how she brought it up to the girls and then Jackie was like uh I don't know why you're doing that like uh that's not necessary and then Margaret kind of had a little bit of a fit she was just like okay let's not talk about it like she's getting frustrated because the ladies are not necessarily agreeing with her and Jen Fessler is like yeah well I came with you so I guess I have to leave with you and in that instance, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it's almost like, I think I talked about this before, but I felt like there was a little bit of tension um, between Jen Fessler. I've said this like several episodes ago after the trip, like the Ireland trip. I felt there was a little bit of tension between Margaret and Jen Fessler because Jen Fessler, you know, does not just seem to be one of Margaret's soldier, quote unquote, right? If you if we want to use that word. So, um it's almost like, to me, it almost feels like um, Jen said yes, Jen Fessler said yes, just to prove that she had some sort of loyalty to Margaret, but she did it um, against her own will, right? So, like, it felt very forceful to me. So, anyways, she left, and then she said in... Um, her confessional um, for the Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey after show that she regretted she regretted doing it deeply and that she even apologized to Teresa and said, you know what, I should have stayed. I should have not done that. You know, and I agree with that. Right. I agree that she should have stayed as well. She could have just said, OK, well, bye, Margaret. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I'll take a cab. It's not like you can't take a cab. Right. You can call a cab or you can ask somebody else to drive you like you didn't have to leave. Right. So anyways, that's that. And Louis, Louis freaking out. Like, I don't know what Louis is doing on his phone the night of the wedding. Like, you know, you're supposed to be happy and not trying to look at things that could potentially trigger you. I don't know if it's like if it was people sending him clips of the Gorgas having fun at their shore house or if he was just seeing it on their own on their social media. But you would think that they would have unfollowed each other by that time right by that point so anyways i don't know and then he 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 went to talk to rosanna and then he had like a little bit of a tantrum with her we don't actually get to see uh what louis is doing but we can overhear him and he we, we we hear like some sort of commotion as if like i don't know if he banged on something or if he smashed into the wall but Anyways, he seems very upset and he's making all kinds of threats. Um, it's funny because uh, Louis likes to use the F word a lot and he curses quite a bit. And it's funny because at first I remember Teresa when she was talking to Andy and Andy was like, "Ooh, Louis is so well spoken and I love him. And he seems like he's like Oprah and Joe Judice was just a caveman, which I didn't like. I didn't appreciate that comment, Andy. Um, but anyways... Teresa said, oh, Louis is so great. He doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He doesn't curse. Well, we haven't seen that. 
<laughs> we haven't seen that. The Louis that we know, he curses, he swears, he raises his voice, he smashes things. It's like, this is a different person. So I'm just saying, I don't know what happened to the Louis of before, but the Louis that we've seen this season is not a calm Louis. I just wanted to point that out. So anyways, um, so that's it. That's really that's really it when it comes to the wedding special. What I'm really excited about, though, is the reunion. I hope you guys have watched the trailer. It is completely insane. Insane, insane, insane. I can't wait. Honestly, I don't know if I want to talk about it every single week or if I'm going to wait at the end to talk about it. But knowing me and my obsession of this show, this particular show, I, I'm probably going to come every single week and talk about uh, the show. <laughs> I can't do that to my husband and just talk to him about it. I'll just be like, can you just go and do your own podcast? Because I don't want to hear about this stuff anymore. <laughs> so I'll probably come on. But here's the thing, guys. I've seen this. Um online like i can't remember which account it was but i saw online on instagram um about vanderpump rules that account said that the reunion i believe the reunion starts today um so the reunion airs on bravo on wednesday and then apparently according to that account the next day, the Thursday, it will air on Peacock, but the unedited version, the uncut version. So we as the viewers are going to get to see Vanderpump Rules, uh, the edited version on Bravo every Wednesday. And the next day, if you want to see the full, full version uncut and everything that goes down, it's going to be on Peacock. I have a suggestion for Bravo. Can you do the exact same thing for the Real Housewives of New Jersey? How epic would that be? Because, you know, I feel like they shortchange us at the reunion. Uh, there's a lot of edits, and sometimes we're just like, oh, this is not what really happened. This is what they want to they, they want to make us think. I think they should do the same thing. Remember a long time ago, they used to have the reunion, and then they would release an episode like unseen footage or loose footage or something like that. It would be nice if they did something similar again. Because this reunion show is going to be three parts and I feel like we probably need more right it needs to be a super reunion <laughs> almost like the Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta when they had the four part reunion I feel like this one is probably one of those because we didn't get much we didn't get much this season like everything that we saw we pretty much knew right but a lot of it has happened behind the scenes and I would love to see and hear and watch every single thing and then you know we can just come back here and talk about it all here so I can't wait until next week. So guys, I just wanted to take a minute just to say thank you to every single one of you that have subscribed to my channel on YouTube. Uh, I want to thank every single person that takes their like time out of their days to just listen to this podcast every single week. Um, I don't know if everyone that has su subscribed is a supporter. <laughs> Um, because you can follow without supporting, but I would hope that if you have subscribed that you 
support my channel and that you like the con the content uh, that I deliver for you every single week. So I just wanted to take a moment just to acknowledge every single one of you and just to say thank you very much. Uh, our intimate community keeps on growing and I'm very thankful for your listening ship. So um, another thing that I wanted to say was I do have people listening from Europe. So, you know, if you feel like you want to leave a comment or you want to communicate with me because guys I love to chat uh, DMs you know emails all my information is out there so if you want to talk to me you know where to find me but if you are uh, hesitant to to reach out to me because you're from Europe and you're thinking well I don't like I, I hear everything that she says and I understand but I don't know if I'm comfortable um, you know leaving a comment or communicating with her in English but you speak French just want to say to to my French list listeners, do not hesitate to get uh, in touch with me in writing, uh, in English or in French. Je parle français aussi, donc si vous avez l'intention de, de discuter avec moi puis de me donner votre opinion par rapport à ce show, uh, vous pouvez le faire en français, je vous répondrai en français également. Donc, uh, that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. As always, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao! Hi, my relatable listeners. If you enjoy this show and would like to support me and my work, please join the community and head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash housewivesrelatable. Don't forget to comment, like, share, and subscribe. You can also find me on YouTube at housewivesrelatable or on Instagram at relatable underscore Stella.